Okay, I want you to try again. This time you've got to say Views from the Sofa Presents. Go for it. Views from the Sofa Presents. Perfect. <laughs> Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome and Merry Christmas to That Movie List podcast and what a festive show we have for you today, just to get you in the festive mood. I'm your host Ben and joining me is a man who just loves, it's just brimming with Christmas spirit, just loves the the Christmas period. It's Dave, how are you Dave? Ho, ho, ho. Oh, couldn't have said it better myself. And being that movie list podcast, we have gone for a festive list, but not your traditional festive list. We could have done top five Christmas movies. We could have done top five movie Santas. We could have done top five movies that you must watch at Christmas. Anything like that. But no, we've gone for... Have we not? No, we've not done any of those. We've gone for a list very dear to a lot of people's hearts. A list I think will resonate with anybody around Christmas time. We've gone for... The top five movies that are perfect for watching after Christmas dinner. Indeed. What was the criteria you used when you came up with your list? Well, I, obviously, obviously that's the that's the list. But how do you define your your perfect post Christmas dinner movie? So it's got to be easy to watch. Mm-hmm. Ideally, you've seen it before. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's got to be. It's got to be something that can be like, can be talked over and can have like you don't have to pay a whole, whole a lot of attention to because you're going to be in and out dozing. You're going to have people passing you chocolates. You're going to have people talking over it because it's usually when there's loads of family about. Um, yeah. And it's got to be family friendly now because I've got kids or you're in the room with people you don't particularly want to watch an R-rated movie with. So, you know, it's not going to be Emmanuel, all right? You know, it's probably not the time to sit and watch Die Hard. But, True. you know, it's got to be, it's got to hit one of those criteria. Um, yeah. yeah, it's got to be a film you can watch when you're slightly uncomfortable. Yeah, but not not because of the film, but just the sheer volume of food you've consumed. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Maybe even slightly tipsy as well. And then yeah. you can sleep through it, wake up at some point, and still think, "Oh, I get what's going on." It's that was one. That was one of my big criteria. I'm I'm a big advocate of the the post Christmas dinner snooze in the mid afternoon, where I was before kids. Anyway, yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> the um, the other thing that I found myself doing is that I have picked films that I've done this to. I didn't go uh, sort of dream dream casting my my tv afternoon schedule i i went for tried and tested films that you'd expect and many of the listeners have probably fallen asleep to or watched that post-dinner stupor as well that's a good that's a good shout because i think i've done something very similar mm. what i've definitely because i said this to my wife and she was listing films and she was listing christmas classics I was like, no, nah, that's not that's not what this list is. So I yeah. don't know. I'm, I, I don't want to necessarily. I, I want to name one movie. It might be in your list. And it completely shoots down what I'm going to say. And there is technically a Christmas classic in my list as well. But she said, "Oh, Home Alone." Right. Which I don't know if that's in your list. No, I don't. I I think I see that as more of a Christmas Eve Boxing Day film. Exactly. That's that's getting you excited for Christmas. That's a yeah. Christmas staple. You don't watch that. You don't you don't watch that almost begrudgingly or you don't watch that kind of like because oh, it's on and the other thing about these films is they're not ones that you seek out either no. so you don't sit down after christmas dinner and go let's watch what you do is you flick through the channels until you're finding the beginning of a movie yeah and you go ah oh, perfect we'll sit and watch this yeah absolutely absolutely yeah so you know and, there's, and there's i think there's a there's an argument to be said that certainly in my list that you don't even have to like the films particularly That's true. That's <laughs> they're, true. they're just, they're just suitable for this time of year. And at no other pot time of the year would I sit and watch some of these films. 
Yeah. That's absolutely that's absolutely bang on. It's absolutely yeah. bang on. I mean, let's face it, most Christmas classics are, are not, not great movies. But yeah. I mean, if people ask me what film have you seen the most, I will I will tell them the wrong thing. It's clearly a Christmas movie that I watch every single year because it's December. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, but it's exactly again, that's not necessarily made this list. And the other thing I've found as well as the last part of my criteria is they're not necessarily Christmas movies. No, none of mine are Christmas movies. As a, as a none of them are Christmas movies. None of them have a, a filmed or set at Christmas. Oh. <clears throat> Fair play. But I still associate them with Christmas, nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah, arguably. Okay, let's go for let's it. Let's get then. into it. Let's see how we get um, on. I, how many reckon we're going to have the same? I think we're going to have two the same. Okay. Me as well. I think we're going to have two. Okay. Interesting. Okay. See what's the same two we think. Indeed, um, yeah. You went first last time. I did. So it's your turn. What's your number five? I think my number five is going to be a bit higher in your list. I'm cheating a little bit as well. Okay. Because I've not gone for one film. I've gone for one studio. Uh, okay. Okay. Did this make your list? Uh, possibly, but carry on. I've gone for the after dinner film is anything by the studio Pixar. Right. Okay. Yeah. I've got a couple of Pixar items in there. So you've got a couple of Pixar items in here. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll tell you what, then we'll come back to Pixar later when we discuss it. Yeah. All right. Good plan. We'll, We'll wait for that. Okay. Then your number five. My number five is a film that everyone else likes, but I'm, I think is a little bit overrated and we've spoken about it before. It's, it's, as you say, it's a new movie. It's a nice and straightforward children's film. No, no issues. Family friendly. It's Toy Story. Oh, okay. So we've gone the Pixar route then. Both number yeah. fives, Pixar route. Um, Toy Story. Okay. Why is this fine for Christmas? Because I've seen it so many times that I don't need to watch it. Um, yet there's a couple of good little moments in there that I'm happy if I've seen. But overall, I could quite happily fall asleep to it and not care. Yeah. BBC have nailed this. Mm. The BBC have found that they, if they just put a Pixar movie on at three o'clock, it's literally 10 past three. Because I thought, you know what? Bit of prep. I'm going to yep. find out which films are on. Now, I only went to ITV and BBC because that's usually where people go for their film. Yeah. And ITV aren't showing any movies on Christmas Day. Not during the day, which is a random mm. choice. Bold choice. Mm. BBC is showing a few, and the one they're showing at ten past three after the Queen's speech is Coco. Yeah, which is good. Perfect. I've not seen that. Well, that's it. I mean, but what I was going to say is, this isn't usually the time you watch a film for the first time, no. necessarily, and it's that's why Pixar is usually great because you've usually been out and seen the Pixar film. Mm. So it's usually a Pixar film that's been out for about two or three years. BBC are showing it for the first time. That's their big Christmas premiere. We're going to watch the Pixar film and you can sit around with your family. Your kids are going to be quiet for a couple of hours while you doze through it. Pixar's perfect for it. And, you know, again, BBC have nailed it. I mean, the one I always remember, and I know we've talked about it before, are you going to mention this film later in your list? Probably. Okay, well, I won't say it then. But there is one Pixar film that I did watch for the first time. And this is what kind of spurred this list because it was like, this was a perfect movie for after Christmas dinner. I couldn't yeah. have picked a better one, but I've kind of bundled Pixar together because I just think they work. I just think it's okay. anything Pixar. And it meant it freed up me to have four other random movies on my list. I was going to say, yeah, don't, don't right. talk too much about Pixar because uh, you'll have nothing on the rest of my list. <laughs> Fair enough, then we'll leave it there. Yeah, um, you're number four. Number four then, is, again, it feels like it's cheating a bit. You're two in, and you've already said that I'm both. There's at least three that I'm cheating a bit, and this is obviously the second <laughs> it's one. Like just, just sixty percent of your list. Um, it's Wallace and Gromit. Okay, right. So I also have. Well, I have the wrong trousers because I didn't cheat. Uh, I have the wrong trousers at nine number four. Oh, nice, perfect. Yeah. This. We've all seen it. If you're, if, if I mean, we've got an international audience. Wallace yeah. and Gromit is distinctly British. 
Yes. I don't know how much of international kind of fandom it's got. I'm not sure it would translate as such. Not in the same way, but it is, mm. it's just this perfectly British film that has now become synonymous with Christmas. There mm. is a, there's about five short movies, I think, and yeah. two like proper, proper films. Yeah. And, and even absolutely any of them you'll catch some of them or all of them as christmas goes on and if you can find one at that sweet spot after christmas dinner you're sorted Maybe you should call. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah exactly and yeah they're just safe movies aren't they again who do you who do you associate more with wallace or gromit oh who do you relate to more well, if you're saying you relate to Wallace, you're saying that you're hapless, everything kind of goes wrong for you, but you're pretty much unaware of all of the disaster. Yeah, and if you associate I agree. I think, Grom- I think you're more like Wallace as well. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. And if you associate with Gromit, you're just, a, you're just fed up with the world and everything that's been thrown at you. <laughs> you don't want to say anything and you'll just begrudgingly carry on anyway. Yeah. They're so British. They're so British. Yeah, I, I, I see Wallace as my outer outer body and Gromit as my inner monologue. <laughs> I think Gromit's... I think Gromit's... Yeah, I think that's fair. I wouldn't say like Gromit's who everyone wants to be because Gromit doesn't say anything. There's an element of mm. people who'd want to say, you know, you know, but that that the sigh is yeah. so perfectly British. The, and those the, eyebrows. Oh, and the, the eye roll. The, oh, yeah. here we go again. It's just amazing. And then when stuff when when stuff really hits the fan, Gromit pulls through. Gromit pulls yep. through. And then what's even better, the perfect element of it being Gromit, of people being Gromit, is he pulls through, he saves the day, and everyone's just completely unaware he's done anything. He doesn't get any bl- bloody credit for it. Yeah, that's there you it. Go. That's how that's how we're all Gromit. He's like, I worked really hard on that. Ah, whatever. Life goes on. All right, fine. Thanks. Brilliant. Okay. Um, yeah. Funny, easy. Yeah. You could fall asleep during it. Wallace and Gromit every day of the week. Indeed, indeed. And you've gone right. You're number three. White wrong trousers over everything else. Just because it's on more often at that in that slot. So I, I, I've got. I can prove demonstrably that that is a, a suitable film for after Christmas dinner. Yeah, it's the best one in it. Yeah, exactly. they're all great but it's the best one it's it's, yeah yeah, wrong trousers fair play okay then my number three your number three feels like when we're being this when we've both got the same film this this is a short pod (laughs) i figured it would be anyway because we're not really talking about we're talking about it's not the films is it we haven't picked this because of the films themselves really um this is one where i don't know if i have ever watched it after christmas dinner but it was it felt like I need a, I need more Christmas in this list, and this mm-hmm. kind of fits it really well. I always watch the first of this series over Christmas because I love it, and I've got a bit of a place for the second and the third movie, and that's why they're perfect after Christmas dinner films. Police Academy, isn't it? It's not Police Academy. Though, though if they're not in your <laughs> list, I, I haven't seen Police Academy for a long time. No. They would fit. They they'd go on ITV too. In the they UK. really would. Yeah, they'd be that they, afternoon they, movie there. They are a perfect, but I think, and there's another list here which we might do. Actually, we might do this list. The the films you watch on the 28th. Yeah. Like what yeah. on earth? It's, I don't know what day it is. I've not worn tra- proper trousers for like three days. I don't know what's going on. I'm feeling <laughs> fat. I'm feeling ill. I don't. I'm just so grim. Um, yeah. Police Academy's on ITV too. All right, yeah, why not? Let's do that. Let's do <laughs> That'll make me feel better. Three, yeah, why not? Yeah, screw it. <laughs> I think that, there's, a, there's another one continuation from that even where it's a series of films that are on in that dead week between Christmas and New Year, where it's yeah. you have a James Bond on every night at eight o'clock. You have yeah Police Academy yes. on at three o'clock every afternoon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think. Yeah, I think that's why a lot of people might disagree with films in my list. But my actual number three is the Santa Claus two or three. Interesting. Okay, I haven't seen I haven't seen any of that trilogy. Oh, 
just have a word with yourself. <laughs> the Santa Claus is the greatest thing Tim Allen has ever done. And yes, I know he was in Toy Story. <laughs> right? The Santa Claus is such a clever idea for a film. It's easy watching. It's funny. And it is a staple of my Christmas period. I love <laughs> the Santa Claus. And the way they use the word clause to mean both the second name of, of Father Christmas and yeah. a legal clause gets me every time. And the way they've managed to do that for both film two and film three, finding legal clauses that he has to deal with, oh, it's incredible. That was definitely that was definitely what they started with. That that was the concept they started with, wasn't it? And then they just built it out from there. So yeah, I, it's a good idea. They did a great job, and it's what's amazing about the original Santa Claus movie. And this is why it's not on my list because I will watch it like on the twenty third or twenty fourth, building up to Christmas. The reason it's so amazing is because it begins with this guy killing Santa. Yeah. He accidentally murders Santa. And you just, it's manslaughter, it's manslaughter, that's fair, it's manslaughter. <laughs> but you just kind of, you, that gets breezed over. Like, you've got to be the new Santa Claus. Why? Because you killed the last one. Oh, all right, fair enough. And then you just, no, nothing ever gets said about it again. <laughs> and the second Santa Claus is that if he doesn't find a wife in a year, he loses his, his position. Fair play. Brilliant. Okay. And then the third Santa Claus, bit dodgy this movie is about him kind of giving up the role and jack frost taking over martin short though can't argue with martin short around christmas and nice. you know i'll watch, watch two and three because they're easy i've seen them before but they're not christmas classics but yeah i like so you know that's where they fit in that slot i can fall asleep during them they're nice easy viewing they're funny enough but they're not the santa claus which i will have already seen about three days earlier yeah I'll look out for those. I'm, uh, I'm intrigued by those. I'm always, always open to new, uh, new fodder. Definitely watch the first one. Like, definitely watch the first one. I love it, and it's, it's a film that would is, it's a film that's terrible in July, perfect in December. <laughs> like, oh, it's a terrible movie. I know it's a terrible film, but Christmassy. Oh, I'm every day of the week. It's, it's, it's brilliant. Okay, right. I'm on it. I shall look out for that. Your number three. <clears throat> My number three kind of goes on to what we spoke about before about the just talk about the series that you watch over Christmas. So my number three is Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. The first of the Harry Potter films. And it's it's the most family friendly of the, the series. There's very little peril. There's very little of anything in the story, but it's just easy to watch. And the reason I've picked it at three is because it then gets you into that series. And it's a, it's a really good series. And into, the films are all very good uh, and the stories are all good. And it, it sucks you in for seven days. And you sort of watch that and you think, oh, well, I know, I've got, I know what I've got for my next, like, over the next few days at least. I don't know what day it is, but at least I know that in the evening after my dinner, I'm going to sit there and watch the next Harry Potter film and quite enjoy it. That's a, that is more than a solid choice. That's, that's perfect. Cause you're absolutely bang on. The, it is the first one. Like no one's picking Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows part two on Christmas day. No, that's, no, no that's, too heavy. That's, that's a different, that's a different film for Christmas day. That's your seven o'clock movie. That's your, I'm awake now and I'm ready to settle down for the film. Yeah. That's that yeah. one. But philosopher's stone are oh, perfect. That's yeah. the one where you're right. Yeah, this is so simple, and it's only about an hour and a half long, as opposed to the three-hour epics they become. And you know, you're right. It's not dark and creepy, and you know, it's not going to scare anybody. In fact, it's full of wonderment and joy. Exactly. You know, it's a great. It's a great movie. It's a great choice. I'm all over that. I didn't even think of the Harry Potter films. Yeah, there you go. It's yeah. good. And right, your number two. Choice. Your number um, two, Ben. My number two. This one's gonna. I'll have a lot of people say no absolutely not but it's one that i don't necessarily consider a christmas classic no, no sorry i do consider it a christmas <laughs> classic but it's not one i i watch like it's not on my must watch list but it's definitely okay. on my oh it's on i'll watch it and that's okay. why it's where it is and it's a muppet's christmas carol oh it's a good shout that's a good shout it's not home alone it ain't Miracle on 34th Street. It ain't Santa Claus the movie. It's not the Santa Claus. It's none of those ones. It's not nope. up there with I've got to watch it. 
but it is almost definitely a solid Christmas movie. And it is yeah. that perfect, funny, easy, watchable, and, you know, ten past three on a frigging Christmas day. It's it's exactly where it needs to be. The only thing is it's probably never shown at that point because it's shown about five times before then, but it's it's that kind of perfect movie. It's just yeah. so simple watching. And it is great. And it's still by far the best version of, the, of a Christmas carol that's ever been yeah. put on film. Yeah, that I agree, definitely. I so. think I think I'd, I'd probably see that that film again as a Christmas Eve one. That's a, a Christmas Eve night film, perhaps, or even 22nd, 23rd at a push. But that's that's why I think a lot of people will go, "That's definitely not this movie." And I kind mm. of agree with, but it it felt a bit like ah, that, it, for me it was. It was one of the first that popped into my list. Because I think this is the slot where I have watched it before, where I've gone, oh, you know what, that's what we'll put on, because I'm tired yeah. and I just don't want anything else, and, and that's perfect. And it's perfect background fodder, because we've all seen it a thousand times, because it's on every Christmas. Yeah. And But for me, it's not one I'd actively go out and watch. I, it's just not. It's never been. I'm slowly realising that I'm not a Muppets fan. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I've never really, I've never really been a fan, and I've never really got the hype around it because I never watched it as a kid so yeah, I've only yeah. watched it as an adult and it's sort of I get it the songs are the cat the songs are good in that and it's catchy and yeah it's fine. it's funny it's great it is but it's like there are people that go mad over the Muppets and I mm. you get swept up in oh it's the Muppets oh this will be great and then when you've watched like the Muppets movie like the newest one and some other Muppets mm. things you go actually I don't, I'm not I, don't, I think that's that this these are that great Maybe I'm just yeah. not the, the guy for these at all. So, and I, I think that's why it's not a staple of my Christmas. But yeah, Muppets Christmas Carol, just to add to Christmas, because my last film is not Christmassy whatsoever. <laughs> if you've got human centipede at number one, I guess. <laughs> no, <laughs> not again, not this My number two is a film I don't like at all, really. Um, I've gone for Shrek. <laughs> Have you said what it is? Did you watch you say it was? Yeah, Shrek. I thought you said Shrek. You don't like Shrek. I don't really like Shrek. I don't I don't get it. I don't find it. I, I find Shrek himself really annoying. And I find Donkey really annoying. And I, I like the concept of it. I think the concept's good, but I don't like the main two characters. We this just give a little bit of context to what you've just said there. This is the perfect going to love this story last weekend me and my wife watched crazy rich asians okay yep seen right. that. and as i know you've seen it, it's where the story comes from and as we started watching it my wife said are you okay watching this and i was like yeah i'm fine yeah she went dave didn't like this film did he and i said no he didn't no dave dave said this was a terrible movie and she went are you a bit worried it'll be awful and i said no because i do not judge Dave as a good character, <laughs> as a good judge of what is a good or not good movie. You know what I gave Crazy Rich Asians out of out of five? Ah, uh, tell me. Four. <laughs> I genuinely enjoyed that movie. It was a solid oh. romantic comedy. It entertained me from from no end, and it was just a little bit too predictable. But that was it. I yep. was like, yeah, I really enjoyed that. And you not liking the first? If you said Shrek, Shrek Forever After, or Shrek the Third, yeah. I'm with you, yep. but you can't not like Shrek. I think I think I might just have higher standards than you, Ben. <laughs> what? <laughs> one of the greatest animated—I'll say it—one of the greatest animated films of all time is Shrek. It's clever. It's it's original. It turns the whole princess idea on its head. Shrek's a character. Like we're talking about, are you Wallace or you Gromit? I'm Shrek. Just I want to be left alone. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I am. When that whole bit where he's like, I want to be, and people go, God, ogres are terrible. No, ogres, I can see it. I'd be an ogre. Screw it. I'd do it. Leave me alone. And then the later films where he has kids and his life switched upside down, you go, God, Shrek, I'm with you, mate. I am with you. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just, it's just a, the first one is so clever. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I mean, the first, first five minutes and the last five minutes of it when I wake up, great. <laughs> Love it. 
So I get yeah. it fits perfectly with the city kids in front of it. Yep. Yeah. So I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So and I don't and it's it's got the added bonus of I don't really mind if I fall asleep during it. Like some yeah. films, if you actually like the film, then you kind of fight it a little bit. It's like, oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just going to rest my eyes for a bit, but I'm not going to fall asleep. Shrek actively sort of pillow out, blanket out. <laughs> like, oh, I'm settling in here. <laughs> yeah, while you're up, while you're while you're upstairs, love, just get us, <laughs> us get us a hot water bottle and a pillow. Yeah, nice. That's it. Shrek's That's it. on. Right. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, Right. We're at number ones now, aren't we? We're at number ones. That feels quick today. Yeah. Probably isn't. Not for the listener. Boxing fans. You don't want dull stats. You don't want so-called experts. You want a boxing podcast by fans for the fans. You want From the Canvas. A boxing podcast you'd make with your boxing mates, but don't have to because we have. From the Canvas. Download or stream wherever you get your podcasts. Right. I think your number one's a Pixar movie. Okay. Mine's very much not. Ooh. Mine is the perfect film to watch when you're uncomfortably full. You want something really entertaining that's going to keep you occupied for a couple of hours, and it's family-friendly, just about. <laughs> okay. But I think a lot of people will be like, no, 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 this is wrong. This is the film between Christmas and New Year. Okay, I don't know where you're going with this. I'm intrigued. I've gone for any Indiana Jones movie. Okay, good shout. Good shout. Is, I mean, we've all seen them a thousand times. Yeah. They're easy watching. We know what to expect. They're entertaining. They are family friendly. All right, if you cut off the last five minutes of any movie where the bad guy dies. And yeah. they're just a proper easy just just so easy to watch and they're entertaining they're what you want and they're, they they fit in that perfect slot of you flicking through the channels going oh temple of doom's on yeah you know what yeah temple of doom's on let's do it even when this is the scale this is it even christmas day full of turkey picking at the chocolates when you know you shouldn't be because you feel really really uncomfortable but for some <laughs> reason you can't not have a friggin caramel a caramel coin or whatever all right <laughs> Flicking through and going, Kingdom of Crystal Skull starting. The beginning's all right. I'll watch the beginning. <laughs> the beginning's good. And then there yeah. you go. You're in. You're in. You're watching. You're watching Sheila Booth swing That's through it. vines with monkeys. But you're in. That's it. Any yeah. of those movies, you're in. Indiana Jones is the. Any Indiana Jones movie is the perfect after Christmas dinner movie. So there you go. I'm with you with one caveat. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't have Last Crusade in that list. Last Crusade is too good to doze through. Even though you've seen it all those times. Oh, that's a shout that. You're not wrong. You're absolutely yeah. not wrong. Because you could even argue, I mean, it's almost like actually you could take a step back from any Indiana Jones movie and go, actually, is it just Temple of Doom and Crystal Skull? Because even Raiders of the Lost Ark is almost too good to, to, to doze through it's just true seen but it a thousand more times than crusades because raids of the lost ark has got that iconic opening you watch the opening and then you could you could fall asleep for a little bit after that that's fair. and that's fair. You'd, be, you'd be all right because it sort of slows down a little bit and then it starts speeding up again so yeah that one that one could work work well for a nap yeah all right i'll go with that okay so any <laughs> film but the last crusade i'll go with that nice i like it. good 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 number one. I, I think I know what your number one is, because I think it's one we've discussed before. It is. I think it's one we talked about when we talked about this list. We did. Initially. And I kind of went, I can't have that film almost because I know we're both going to have it. And that's why I, I yeah. copped out with anything Pixar. Your number <laughs> one, David? Ratatouille. 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 Why? I'd never see this film other than at Christmas. And there's no reason for it only to be on at Christmas. But... It's on every year and it's perfect because, again, it's just, it's the sort of, I don't think I've seen it all the way through in one sitting. So I can, it's like that, it's like that box of chocolates you said, where you keep on picking at it, even though you don't want to. I keep on watching this film 
even though I don't really like the fil- these sort of films. But every time I put my hand in, every year, I come out with a slightly different bit of that film. <laughs> and I, so I get to see a little bit more. You must have seen it all by now. I think I, I think I have. But I've never watched it all the way through, so I don't know. That's fair. I so, for, for, for viewsfromthesofa.com, the movie blog, I did all of the Pixar movies and realised exactly that. So hmm. I, I watched it at a time when it was not Christmas and sat and watched Ratatouille and realised that I just didn't, I didn't know how the film ended. <laughs> I just, because you're halfway through going, oh, I recognise, I recognise this. And you went, whoa, oh, oh, wow, okay. That ha- oh, yeah. what? You die? God, what happens? Yeah. What, what happens? And that was it. And it was because that's exactly the reason. And I always remember Ratatouille being that film that hmm. I sat down after Christmas dinner and turned on BBC One. It went, now, and it was literally, and now, the network premiere of Ratatouille. And I literally went, oh, perfect. Yeah. And then and then just kind of half watched it. I remember me gran was playing, me gran got, I think, got a DS for Christmas, really randomly, and she was staying with us. And she couldn't work the volume. <laughs> so she played a DS far too loud, sat next to me on the sofa. <laughs> And I kept trying to tell her about the volume, and she was like, no, no, I'm fine. I know, no, and I know you're fine, but I'm trying to watch Ratatouille. <laughs> so, so I didn't really hear what was going on, and me dad's obviously talking all the way through it. I'm being handed beers. I've got chocolate on my lap that I don't really want. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Brilliant. And then at some point, I fell asleep. <laughs> I've never seen the end of that, because I saw the end of that movie two years ago. Yeah. Again, it, and it's things like that that they they become a they become a Christmas staple in their own right. And you, in the same way as you have memories of watching Christmas movies as a kid, you have memories of watching after Christmas dinner movies that just sort of build up and you, they become part of their tradition. Tradition. There's ones, because there's ones that used to be after Christmas dinner movies that have fallen away. So, I mean, these could even be honourable mentions and I've not even thought about them until you just said that, but you're right. So there's ones from when I was a kid Evil Goes West. Did you ever see those ones? The Little Mouse that was yes. like the American Dream or a Fiverr's American Tale. And then you've also got like the Never Ending Story and stuff like that. We they used to watch ones... them at school. They were school quizzes, uh, school uh, films that we used to watch at Christmas. So they were the end of term end of term movies. Again, yeah. that's a list there. That is a list right there, isn't it? <laughs> films you watched at the end of term. I'm all over that. I'm, I'm yeah. adding that. That's, 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 our school, that's our school special. Um, after school yeah, special. So those ones yeah, after school special. So those ones are the ones that have now fallen away, and Pixar's completely replaced them. Mm. Um, yeah. Talking honorable mentions, you got any? Because I've got a couple actually. No, I've got none this time. Um, I've got one that I don't really. It was in my list, and I was thinking, does it count as a film or not? Because <clears throat> if you catch it at the right time, you could watch the Snowman, then the Snowman and the Snow Dog. Okay, yeah, it's a double he- double bill. Okay, I'll give you that, yeah. That one works. That's a perfect after Christmas dinner. But by that point, I've already seen it because that's, that's a 22nd, 23rd, 24th kind of movie. Yeah, though. they've started showing that on t- the 23rd or 24th, haven't they, in the evening? Yeah. yeah. Tea time. Oh, Channel 4 shows it about five times over Christmas. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, they do. Um, the other honourable mention that I had... Now I can't remember what it was because I've completely lost myself with the snowman and the snow dog. But I did have, I'm sure I had another honorable mention. Oh yeah, um, anything that's Julia Donaldson now. Yeah, yeah, bit of Gruffalo, but yeah. Exactly, but it fits the same hits. It's the, it's not a film. It's a little yeah. TV special. And yeah. again, it's very British now. I think that's yeah. replaced your Wallace and Gromit each year. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So, and again, I'm not a massive fan of those ones really. Gruffalo did a job. It's okay. Child did a job. It's okay. I think I'm not sure it's aimed at film, me. The films that you'd be surprised. The <laughs> films that we, okay, I think we're going to appreciate much more when we want the kids to show up for our fire on Christmas Day. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And then there's there's one that's just 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 personal to me and my family because we always used to watch before we had kids. Me and my wife always used to watch Frozen on Christmas Day. Ah, and that wasn't necessarily an after Christmas dinner film. It was, sometimes it was. It was perfect. We'll yeah. watch Frozen, and we had a daughter, Dave. Yep. And we just watch Frozen whenever. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes 
at the lowest days more than once in a day. You don't need a reason to watch Frozen, Ben. Just let it go. Oh, oh, we're moving on from there. So there you go. There are our top five lists. Nice. Um, if there's any that we've missed or any that you can think of, top five movies to watch after Christmas dinner on Christmas Day, then please get in touch. Let us know. Let us know if you agree. Let us know if you disagree. But I mean, that, don't disagree because it's Christmas. Yeah. Let's not, have, let's not have feuding and fighting. Let's just no. have peace and goodwill to all men. Exactly. Your, your presence is our present. But if you want to leave us a rating, then great. Yeah. <laughs> or, or a donation. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you would do that, but now I think we'll go with a five-star rating. If you want to give us yeah. a five-star rating, just put Merry Christmas and give us a five-star rating. Yeah, good for you. Hey, that. Thanks. Hey, guys, this is WWE NXT superstar Dominic Dijakovic, and I want to give a shout-out to the Wrestling Predict Cast. And this amazing podcast picks the winners of pay-per-view matches and sees how the uh, the outcomes turn out. I think it's an awesome podcast, and you should definitely tune in. Be sure to feast your ears on the Wrestling Predict Cast. All right, then. I hope you've got a quiz. We haven't talked about quizzes. You have you got a quiz? I have got a quiz, and I've gone for a slightly longer quiz because I figured that this would be a slightly shorter list. Perfect. It was. It kind of was. It was. Yeah. Well, it was. It wasn't until we rambled at the end, but yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'm 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 ready for my quiz. Play the music, Ben. Last Christmas, I gave you my quiz. Now I'm hoping that I've been able to find a Christmas song. I'm not. Well, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I don't know yet. I've not decided what it's going to be, but I'm hoping well, I've been able to find a Christmas song. The word Christmas lends itself to Christmas, so I'm Thank pretty you sure that. you'll find something there. Thank you for that, because I hadn't actually made that link. But now you've said it, <laughs> it's definitely in there. But now I'm thinking. Now I'm thinking, future Ben, don't do that. Ooh. All right. I don't do that, and then when this bit comes on, the audience will go, oh, but he didn't do that. But uh, I mean, I'm lazy, so I definitely did that. It should, it, it, you should do quizzing in the name of. <laughs> That's another one to list. There I don't like using the ones you've suggested, though. I like surprising you. <laughs> so if I sit here and reel off enough, enough songs, I can uh, make your job more difficult. I've run out of songs <laughs> that have the word kiss in it. I've, I've that for a start. <laughs> so, you know. Uh, <sighs> might just keep playing seal every week i was really proud of that one all right then your quiz my quiz is um a hastily put together um quiz that i found online <laughs> really um and it's i've got 29 questions for you right and at the end of this we're going to establish which christmas movie are you ben? oh i love this Okay. I love this. Now, we have done this before. <clears throat> we have, but not, not this quiz. which movie quiz one, but we've done this before, and inevitably it crashes. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah, of course. All right, but, okay, yeah, so 29 questions I'm going to go through. Um, what would be the best part about joining Santa in his sleigh on Christmas night? The joy of giving so many gifts, being part of something legendary, seeing the reindeer in action, or reliving some of my childhood's magic. Reindeer. Reindeer. Okay. And I did this before as well, so I, I've got I've got which Christmas movie I am. Awesome. Yeah. We'll plug the website afterwards as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if just just pad on my phone. Oh, so nice. but only only. Oh, so is it loading? Is it? We're yeah. only gonna. We're only. <laughs> I love when we do these. Now. I could edit the, the padded bits out. No, don't worry about it. It's, it's loaded now. That's a lot of work. Go on, carry I'm on. I'm on 4G with PlusNet. Um, so question two, which drink would you prefer? Pumpkin frappuccino, eggnog, or hot chocolate? Oh, nothing alcoholic. Is, there. is eggnog alcoholic? Uh, I'm going to say yes, because I want to see you drink an eggnog. <laughs> I, I hate egg. I, I don't think it is. I know, yeah, that's why I want to see you eat an eggnog. Hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. Okay. What's your favourite Christmas song? Feed the World, Winter Wonderland, 
it's the most wonderful time of the year. Feliz Navidad, or I'll be home for Christmas. Oh. Well, I was going to say it's not Feed the World, but out of all of those, it's Feed the World. Feed the World. Do you want to know what my actual favourite Christmas song is? No. Okay. Question four. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is sending long nostalgic letters to my dearest friends, volunteering for charities, turning my house into a blazing light display, dressing up as Santa and walking down the street, or singing loud for all to hear. Last one. Singing loud for all to hear. Begrudgingly. (laughs) Begrudgingly singing loud for all to hear. (laughs) Spreading the festive cheer. Brilliant. Question five. How important... How important is family to you? Uh, My very, wife is in the other room listening. Okay, great. Very pretty, not that important, or I consider the whole world my family. Very. Should I just put that as not that important? No, very. Very, okay. Okay. Um, question six. Um, now, don't read this question the wrong way. What would cause you to have a blue Christmas? Being taunted for my weird hobbies. Don't read that answer the wrong way. Not getting the present I have my heart set on. My family squabbling. Being so broke that I have no money for gifts. Or impossible, I can never have a blue Christmas. Family squabbles. Family squabbles. Do your celebrations tend to be extravagant? Yes, I pull out all the stops. They're fairly average. I try to keep things simple and focus on what Christmas is really about or they're extravagant in their own way. That last one's a bit cryptic. Mm. The last one. The last one. Excellent. Um, All right. Okay. Here's here's one that uh, everyone can judge you on. What's your sense of humor like? Joyful. I laugh at everything. Quirky. People don't always get the things I find funny. Wry. There's always a touch of truth in my jokes. Slapstick. I will get very goofy to get a laugh. Or gentle. I refuse to laugh at anyone else's expense. Ooh. It's not the first one. I'm not no one's ever seen me in Scrammy as joyful. No. What was the second one? Quirky. Joyful, quirky, right, slapstick. I'm going right. I'm going right because I hate the word quirky. Yeah, I went right as well. Which Christmas gift would you love to get? Homemade sweets? A weird gadget for one of my projects? Something sentimental? Something over the top? Or a donation given in my name to charity. Gadget. Gadget. Okay. Uh, what kind of writer should you be? Children's books, travel writer, newspaper columnist, screenwriter, or poet? Screenwriter. Screenwriter. Okay. That movie list podcast. There you go. Okay, we're a third of the way through. I should mention this is on Quizany. Quizany.com. So I'm sure you'll put the link in the... Uh, Bio. Yeah, you know what, I will. I'll put the link in the in the Good. description below so anyone can play this and then post as you give us a five star review what kind of movie Christmas movie you are as well. There you are. Okay. Can you recite "Twas Bef- the Night Before Christmas" off by heart? Yes. Some of it. No. Some of it. Question twelve of twenty nine. In your opinion, Stick Christmas is a time. <laughs> Christmas is a time to practice. Living carefree, accepting individuality, knowing myself, making each moment count, or being unselfish. Each moment count. Each moment count, okay. Because polygamy wasn't there. (laughs) Which kind of Christmas cookie would you prefer? Sugar cookies, snickerdoodles, gingerbread men, or chocolate brownies with peppermint pieces? Welcome to the American quiz. Jesus, gingerbread men, because they added peppermint pieces to brownies. Jesus, gingerbread men. Are you good at making paper snowflakes? <laughs> Am I good uh, at making what? Paper snowflakes. Uh, I'm the master. I did some in school when I was a kid. Uh, yes and no. They're not very good. No, I'm focused on bigger projects. Yes and no. Yes and no. What kind of Christmas tree do you have? A beautiful giant I cut down myself. A shapely tree I bargained for at the Christmas tree lot. A pretty artificial tree, because I feel bad about cutting down trees, or a high-tech fiber optic tree? Third one. Excellent. Not because I feel bad about trees, because real trees are a real faff. What Damn a faff. Yeah. This one's Picking been in the family for five years. It's a legendary tree. <laughs> it's, got, it's got a 
dead stump in your, in your lounge now. Yeah. Oh, it's dead. an artificial one. Okay. <laughs> which word is a friend most? Which word is a friend most likely to use to describe you? Joyful, unique, yeah. intelligent, determined, or generous? You. They're all quite positive, aren't they? They're, they're far too positive, aren't they? <laughs> all right then, friend. Which one would you use? I'm going to go other. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go determined. Uh, that was. Could you, uh, listeners at home, could you feel the awkwardness <laughs> in the fact that I put him on the spot in a way that he had to compliment me? Because that's not a. That's. I mean, that's not a Dave thing. And he no. struggled there. He struggled. I did. I did, I did struggle. He heard his right. Ha <laughs> okay right for you the best reward for a job well done is a group hug for my family and friends going down in history hey. clean uh seeing other people benefit from my work or knowing in my heart that i accomplished what i set out to do history history it's a snow day what do you do start a snowball fight with local kids go sledding down the biggest hill i can find make a snowman and dress in funny clothes Shovel my street and then make snow angels or sit by the window with a mug of hot chocolate reading Christmas Carol. You know what? Sledging. Sledging. I went sledging. I've never been, I've not been sledging in forever and I miss it. Sledging every day of the week. <laughs> Do you believe in Santa? Yes. I believe yes. in the spirit of Santa or no, not anymore. Yes. Okay. What job would you most like to do for Santa? Design new toys for his toy line. Take care of the reindeer. Watch people to see if they should be on the naughty or nice list. Be his personal pep talker whenever he feels overwhelmed. I don't want to work for Santa. I want to be Santa. I was going to go for watch people. <laughs> but I'm going the last one. Because actually the last one, I want to be Santa. So you're going to go go down the history and watch people. Okay. Where, would, where would you like to wake up on Christmas Day? Hawaii, Africa, my childhood home, or the North Pole? Childhood home. Childhood home. Well, that's something nice about are, that. I didn't say anything. Uh, are you an optimist, a realist, or a pessimist? I'd say realist. Everyone else would say pessimist. <laughs> you get to decide which one you put. I, I hit up. I hit. Uh, realist because that's what you said everyone everyone knows what we're thinking are you a sucker for a good love story crazy rich asians totally no stories no stories complete without a romance a cute love story always makes you smile yes or not really romance is non-essential for me to enjoy a story i'm gonna go the second one yeah me too i don't mind a cute love story why not agreed Okay, right. Last five questions, everyone. We're nearly through it. Ooh. Don't worry. Ooh. People are on You've the edge been... of their seats. I'm just going to get elf. <laughs> that is one of the options. Yeah, You've I know been it. invited yeah, to an be. ugly sweater party. What do you wear? An ugly, ugly sweater, sweater, right? Yeah. A, a crazy sweater with tassels and blinking lights. One of my dad's old sweaters. A weird sweater I altered myself. Ugly sweater. How could a sweater be ugly? I love all sweaters. The first one, because the other options were shocking. Yeah. Yeah. What do you what do you use to trim your tree, Ben? <laughs> Welcome to that I, movie list podcast after that. <laughs> what they actually mean is decorate your tree. Um so oh, flashy things <laughs> popcorn and candy, cranberries, fake snow, or something that matches my Christmas tree theme. I have a new theme every year. Um, I think it's got to be the first one. Flashy tinsel. Yeah, it's the, that's the most traditional, isn't it? That's also your after night, after uh, dark name as well. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Flashy tinsel. <laughs> ben after a, dark. <laughs> a secret admirer decides to send you an increasing amount of roses every day for 12 days of Christmas. What Not colour are the roses on the 12th day? Pink, golden, crimson, white or Blue. Blue. Everything's blue with you. What's annoying about you? Uh, hang on, you I'm just, this one if you want. Yeah. just gonna zoom out, scroll down. Everything, everything. Scroll down. Can't be there. 
I'll just pick the top five things on this list. All right, fair enough. So you're, I'm a little hyperactive. No. I'm pretty weird. It's hard for people to, for me. It's hard for me to relate to people. I tend to zone out when people are talking to me. I sometimes bite off more than I can chew. I can be kind of a goody goody. Now, the bite off more you can choose actually something I have a problem with. Like, actually, I, I eat food mm. too quick. So that's actually <laughs> something you could say. I, um, that's kind of endearing, though. I think yeah, I'm going to go with that one. Bite off more than okay. I can chew. But not in Good. the sense that they mean, in the, uh, in the actual sense of, you know, I've, I've literally had food stuck in my esophagus before because I've had too big a bite. So. Uh if, if you notes. ever meet Ben in real life, listeners, just 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 give him meatballs and rice. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> okay, right. twenty-eight right. to twenty-nine. Whom would you love to have as a co-star in a movie? Marilyn Monroe, Zoe Deschanel, or Natalie Portman? Oh, what a three! Um, Natalie Portman, because I don't want this film to be Elf. <laughs> I went for Natalie Portman as well. Yeah, no, problem. Solid Okay. Coaster. Last question: Do you need approval from other people to feel confident? Yes, maybe, no. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Your Christmas movie is. Oh. Christmas Vacation. Never heard of it. <laughs> serious? <laughs> yeah. Oh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I've heard of that. Yeah, that's got to be that one, hasn't it? Oh, yeah, that'd be it. Okay. I'll say that every day that's of the week. I can good. see myself as a desperate Chevy Chase. Yeah, me too. Oh, yeah. Everything getting exacerbated. Yeah. Oh, good show. love it. Blow up the Christmas tree. You know what? I'll take that. I was really worried I was getting Elf. No, well, interestingly enough. Oh, okay, yeah, what'd you get? I got a Christmas story. Oh, okay. I've never seen a Christmas story, but our American, like it's a big American Christmas movie, as far as I know. Like a yep. American so, Christmas classic. I might watch that this year, I think. Yeah. Interesting. I can see that this is a really popular quiz. A hundred people have taken it. Uh, Christmas just Vacation. hundred. You're two uh, of those hundred. Yes, I am. Yeah. 98 people have taken it. 32% of people ends up with Christmas Vacation, like you. Uh, 25% got Elf. Nice. 21% got a Christmas story, nice. 15% got It's a Wonderful Life, and then the others got a mystery film, which isn't labelled. Right. What did you have to put to get It's a Wonderful Life? Uh, you'd have to pick the boring ones every time, wouldn't you? But that's dark. That's a film about a guy who wants to commit suicide. Like, what <laughs> what, what answers will you put in? Like, that's grim, isn't it? That's yeah. grim. Um. <laughs> That, uh, there will be a link if you want to take part in that there will be a link in the um, podcast description and also on our twitter facebook and instagram to finding out which christmas movie you are just as long as dave texts me the um the link right this moment it's done oh it is as well my phone lit up and everything so there <laughs> you go which christmas movie are you and you can find out and let us know right it's time for what's my name Now, I had to go down a different route with What's My Name Again because there was a What's My Name Again from the Indiana Jones films that I wanted to do, but I was a bit worried we'd already done it before. Okay. And the one I wanted to do was the guy who has been in multiple Indiana Jones movies, always yeah. playing the same guy. He's the British guy from Alvida's Aim Pet, whose name yeah. escapes me at the minute, Pat something. I can't remember his, Pat, I can't remember his surname. I'll find out in a minute on IMDb. Pat Dog. Pat the Dog. So what I did instead was I thought, I'll look at the, the four Indiana Jones movies, and I'm going to go with Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, because we never talk about it. It's never going to be number one in our films again unless we do disappointing fourths. Okay. <laughs> Which, now I've said it, could very easily be a future future That Movie List podcast. It um, could, yes. Yeah. Um, so I've gone down the list. Now, what's my name again for, the, for, for our new festive listeners is when we look down the credit list in imdb for our number one film and we find somebody who didn't get a character name okay driver or second cage girl or whatever okay and there were loads in this movie there were absolutely loads and there were some great names of characters 
that I didn't pick because when you actually look down there, um, the rest of their credits, it wasn't that interesting. And we like to have someone that's a little bit more interesting. So there was, I, I wanted to have surprise girl in library, but <laughs> that wasn't great either. Teenage boy car driver. Um, what else? Cemetery warrior was my favorite. That's a good one. But he's not done much else. Now, you're on IMDb now, aren't you, Dave? I am, yep. Okay. I just want you to find Tim Camarillo. He's a Peruvian villager. Okay, and the got reason him. I've picked Tim Camarillo, Camarillo, sorry, is because you clearly don't get to pick your IMDb picture. Because <laughs> my Lord, it fills the whole screen of the picture he's pulling a face that looks befuddled and he's been in a couple of films like it's not even really about the films he's clearly like french or something because he's in a couple of french movies like ladron quaroc yeah tim Tim is a pretty famous french name tim come it could be he was born in california usa so he's not french at all (laughs) (laughs) just read it Uh, just read it but he's playing close in nailed which looks like nailed. Um, the film is a thriller about two men who break into a house and attempt to escape arrest by police and find instead a man lying on the bed covered in bandages. Nice. Okay. Sounds like a sounds like a great one. He plays Plain Clothes One. Yeah, that's a great one. He plays he plays pedestrian in Blind Ambition. Yeah, but his performance was anything but. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, um, nice. And he's a Peruvian villager in Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. But I just want you to find Tim Camarillo. That's Tim C A M A R I L L O. Wherever you are right now on your devices, pull your car over. It doesn't matter. Hard shoulders there for the reason. Pull your car oh. over. Okay. Type Tim Camarillo into IMDb and just have a look at this picture. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, his agent screwed him. It's kind of it's he. He looks like a cross between uh, Mike Myers pulling a funny face and Steve Buscemi. Yeah. It's, With it's, a little bit of Justin odd, Long. A little bit of Justin Long. A little there, bit of Justin Long, yeah. yeah. It's an odd, odd picture choice. It is intriguing. It, particularly on the phone app, anyway. Underneath it is Arnold Chon, who played a Yuga Mud Warrior. And that picture couldn't be more flattering for that guy. Oh, yeah. It's a full shot. You know, you see him from his top half up and he's just looking straight at the camera straight dead eye looking impressive and yep. then you've got tim camarillo and it's just it's what a bizarre picture there's a feature on, there tim. there's a feature for uh for for best imdb pictures if you can find nito Lario, lariosas he's literally climbing a tree <laughs> he was a cemetery warrior too and ernie reyes jr who's clearly been a kid star and they've picked that picture there you go well, there you go. So, yo, if you can find nice that one. person. And when you are watching, as always, when you're watching, next time you're watching Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, you see a guy strangely mixed between Justin Long, Steve Buscemi, and Mike Myers. Turn to the person you're with just after Christmas dinner this year and say, you see that Peruvian villager? That's Tim Camarillo, that is. <laughs> Mate, wake up. That's Tim Camarillo. Wake up. No, never mind. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Guess what time it's for? Oh, is it time for the festive plugs? The festive plugs? I was going to call them festive plugs as well. Wow. Can you put some okay. jingle bells in the background of them, please? I will. You know what? I'm going to. I'm going to put jingle bells in the background for this bit. For the festive plugs, there will be jingle bells in the background. Okay. Really You're hearing them right bells now. In. No, I'll add them. I'll, I'm not having you shake whatever you're about to shake into the speakers. It's going to sound terrible. All right, then. Find us. Um, that movie list. What spirit is that, Dave? It's Damson Vodka. The spirit of Christmas past. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2017, yeah. 2017. <laughs> You're right, it is. 2017, it is. You made that yourself. We're rambling again about stuff people can't see. It's, a, it's an audio medium, and you're showing me bottles of, of dodgy bottles of alcohol you've, you've, you've created <laughs> and fed me. I think that's quite nice, that. It is lovely. Yeah. Still got a lot 2018 left, vintage in here as well. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, we're um, rambling back. Right. We are rambling. Find us on that movie list podcast. If you're enjoying the festive movies from this very bizarre but 
very unique Christmas list, then I'd like you to look back at the past movies we've done, everything from typecast actors to movie deaths to movies starring wrestlers. It's top five movies abound. And then next episode, we will be counting down the top five movies of 2021, the films that we are looking forward to the most. We would do the top five movies of 2020, but we haven't seen any films in 2020 because we haven't been able to go to the cinema. Isn't that right, Dave? Yes. Find us on Facebook, find us on Instagram. And if you do find us and you've enjoyed this podcast, then please leave a five star rating. Anything more to say, Dave? I just hope all of our listeners have a wonderful Christmas and a, and a delightful new year. Thank you all very much for listening. We really appreciate your uh, patronage. And uh, yeah, you, you've been a wonderful audience. And we look forward to bringing you more excellent podcast content in 2021. I'm editing that. I'm not having that. I'm not having that. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs>